In the name of one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Happy All Saints Day to you. I love All Saints Day. I love All Hallows Eve, which most of us know as Halloween. I love Dia de los Muertos. I love All Souls Day. I love All Saints Day. I'm a bit of a sucker for any of the major church holidays that have these great visual or musical or liturgical changes that we can feel and see and experience. The days on the calendar that say, today is different, today is a big day. Today's a big day. Today we set aside a day to remember the saints of God. And not just the big names, not just those who might appear on the reredos at the National Cathedral, or those that are sometimes on the stone at the base of a font, or those depicted in stained glass windows, or even those who sometimes in icons are hovering around in a circle surrounding the heavenly host. Today is All Saints Sunday, not Some Saints Sunday. Today we celebrate all the saints, and we celebrate the power of God to take ordinary, flawed, and broken people, all of us really, and turn us into the divine, the blessed, those who do holy, holy things. We celebrate all of the people of God, all of the people of God who have been remembered as one body, through the waters of holy baptism, those who've been marked as Christ's own forever, who have been given the promise of the Holy Spirit. Today we celebrate the call to be faithful to the kingdom of God here on earth and to bring the kingdom of heaven here every day in ordinary and extraordinary acts of love. Today is a day for celebrating connectedness and the community that we have with each other and connections that we have to what Paul refers to as the great cloud of witnesses and the faithful departed who are still to this day as much a part of the body of Jesus Christ as we are. Connection and community. Quite a concept really. To be bonded inextricably to so many through the stories of our lives, connected through our faith and connected through our love for each other. I've been thinking about All Saints now for several months, and to be honest, I've been attempting to pre-mourn or pre-grieve the loss of just one more celebration of the church's life that you know, we expect to have this great energy as a moment in our worship life. For the record, and you may know this, you can't pre-grieve. That's not the way grief works. All Saints Day is about communion and community and being together. And it's a hard thing right now. In this day and age of alienation and isolation from community that's taking place, and I'm not just talking about the time of pandemic, it's hard. It's hard. Let's face it. It's been getting harder and harder to find community and belonging for a very long time. And as much as I try and I may find belonging, 
whether I seek it in hobby groups or social networking groups or groups that are more philanthropic, associations with different institutions of higher learning or foundations or political affiliations. None of these groups further connect me to the body of Christ. There's only one thing that connects me to the body of Christ. It's not good works. It's not my belief system. It's not my vows. It's God. It's God, God's self. The God who assembles or collects up all of God's children and the church eternal. So today we remember and celebrate those who have experienced and exhibited great faith and those who have been deeply, deeply flawed, within whom all have revealed the greater glory of God. I know that many of us come to church on All Saints Day to honor those who have died. We kind of smush All Saints and All Souls Day together here at our cathedral community in Phoenix. And a lot of churches do that for a variety of reasons. It's not a day to have a diatribe on do we or don't we, should we or shouldn't we. It really doesn't matter in the big picture. Many of us connect ourselves to a faith community on All Saints Day because we're hurting. We're hurting and we are in pain. And we need to honor someone who we loved and who has died. And our hearts are heavy with loss and grief. And there aren't enough altars or tables with white uh, cloths on them to place pictures of those we love to make us feel like that's a fine place for them. We really would rather have them kneeling at the altar rail with us, sitting at the table with us, than being added to a litany of names of the dead who have gone before us. And if you're like me, you're asking a lot of questions these days. Why are so many struggling with so much? Why are there so many who are hungry? Why are there so many who are poor, those who are unemployed? Why do we still denigrate people who are different than the other? Why do we hold up such ideals of normal that we leave out people of different sexual orientation, people of a different skin color? Why is it that our world seems too often to be too senseless? I don't have the answers. I think the answers to a lot of these questions are really, really difficult. I do believe that there is meaning to be found in what we're experiencing. In our gospel lesson today, Matthew shares what it means to be blessed. And these are not blessings that are marked with wealth and easy happiness. The saints of whom Jesus speaks, they are the poor, the poor in spirit, those who mourn, those who are meek, those for hunger and thirst for righteousness, those who are reviled and persecuted. Jesus gives us this picture of people who are able to love their enemies, who are able to turn to those they hate and to offer them blessings. 
people who seem to give more than they are ever given in this world. And maybe you recognize yourselves in these words. Think for a moment about the saints, the blessed ones among us. Pick one that you know from the litany that the church has handed down over ages and ages, or even one who has sat next to you in a pew in a faith community. Isn't it always the case that those who have been blessed and those who have blessed us the most have at some point experienced the most profound pain and sorrow and suffering in their lives. Think of some of your holiest and kindest and most generous people in your faith community who even in their suffering have welcomed so many people and have been a blessing to so many. I don't think we can deny it. There's something about suffering that opens us up to God. There is great meaning to be found in how we are connected to not only the mystic body of Christ, but to each other in the way we understand death and how death is never the final word. It is in this very specific and holy space and time that we connect up with God and to one another. And somehow God gathers up, collects all of us together in this divine essence of love and makes us one body in this life and in the life to come. And that even over time, as we forget some of the names of those who've come before us and given us their faith stories, they will never, ever be forgotten. They'll always be held in the light of God's glory. Because while death, it seizes us, it debilitates us, it is rather meaningless to God. Not incomprehensible to God, because God, of course, understands death and pain, and sorrow, and disappointment, and suffering, knows them through us, and knows them through Jesus. Jesus had friends who died. Jesus mourned, and Jesus wept. He wept for them, and he wept for himself as he approached his own death. But certainly, death is meaningless to God, because for God, there is no death. For God, there will be no more sorrow, no more weeping, no more hunger or thirst, no more who experience homelessness as unsheltered persons, no more who are discriminated against, denigrated, places that are holy, that are desecrated, no more of God's beloved who have tears and sadness. And even as our hearts are torn open with the pain that surrounds us every day, we're being offered blessings by God. Blessings and privilege and opportunities to serve. To serve those who are hungry. To visit those who are sick. To make phone calls to those who may be isolated. To give a ride to someone. To vote. To go to a doctor's appointment. To go to the grocery store to make cookies, just to be kind, to give a smile. 
the blessings that God offers. They are constantly moving and swirling about us and demanding us to transform and to change and to be different, better, or more. And God knows we cannot do it by ourselves and we cannot do it without God. We need each other and we need God. I need you and you need me and we need this love. So what do we do with that? I don't know. I still don't have the answers. I do know that I am finding myself right now, even in the midst of so many unanswered questions and anxieties and fears, to be practicing gratitude. Gratitude for the little things and gratitude for the big things. Gratitude for being here with you. Gratitude that you are here with me. Gratitude for things we cannot do alone, that we must do with each other. And I'm grateful for a God who is so moved by empathy and compassion and love for us that God extends God's hand to me constantly through you, through the church, and through our offerings of kindness and generosity. And I have gratitude for Jesus, the Christ so full of grace that even as he went to the cross that we built for him and died and was resurrected, he too now extends his hand out to all of us who are dead maybe dead inside from a soul sickness, or who are dying, dying to our hope, and dying to our faith, reaches out our hands such that we may be resurrected as well, that we may experience the life and love of God. I don't have the answers. If you have the answers, you call me later. I could use some. But I don't have them, and I don't think you have all of them, and I don't think we need them. Because All Saints Day is about the simple acts of love that we are called to every single day. Every day to be kinder, to be more generous, to be more authentic and vulnerable, and to answer these opportunities to give thanks. To give thanks for all who've come before us, to give thanks for their stories of faith, to give thanks for the way those stories of faith have made us want to be love and to do love, to look into each other's eyes and see the love of God in Christ. God bless you all on this All Saints Day, and God bless you in this week to come with a sense of peace and comfort of solace and strength today, in the week to come, and in all the days of your lives.